listening to the oneofus.net podcast network one of us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions we do accept pitches for audio based or banner ads but on a case-by-case basis if you're interested in that contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com with the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. You know, it's all the comparisons this show has had to many, many things that have come before it that it's somewhat derivative of, you know, Lord of the Flies, uh, all kinds of 90s girl movies, and of course Lost, especially Lost is fitting, because like Lost, it also kind of took a dip in the second season. I am Rose, and I am here with Jordan. Hello. Sarah Jane. Hey now. And our resident hobby, or Travis, uh, Neil. <laughs> Hello. We won't eat you, I promise. Uh, no promises. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't agree to that. I'm pretty hungry. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is the second season of Showtime's Yellow Jackets, uh, which was a kind of a sleeper hit from last year. It, I mean, stuff on Showtime usually doesn't get all that big of... An audience just because well it's on Showtime, but this one caught on. The it was it was actually pretty damn good. I didn't get into the first season until it was like halfway over or close to over actually, um, and yeah, I got hooked in. I hadn't I had planned on watching the show, but you know live. So when this came up for assignment, I thought, okay, I'm going to sign up, and it'll force me to go and binge. <laughs> all through the first season, which I'm glad I did. Yes. I wish that I had re-binged the first season before watching this one, because there was a lot of stuff that I was going, like, wait, what? Oh, okay, yeah, that that was that thing. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that happened to me, too. And then uh, I thought, well, I'm going to see if I can get my husband to watch it. And so he watched, like, two episodes of the first season, uh, right before um, the second season was premiering, and he's like, um, I'm just going to tap out. I'm done. I'm, that's not for <laughs> me. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, because it does take a little bit to get into, and so, which he's fine with, but he's just like, I got other things that I need to be watching. So, yeah, yeah it, he, he it's definitely not and for everybody show. You know, he can just admit that Christina Ricci terrified him. <laughs> he loves Christina Ricci, which is one of the reasons why I tried to get into it. I love Christina Ricci, And he Ricci loves too. Melanie Linsky, even, probably even more than Christina Ricci. <gasps> and so, um, but yeah, he just was like, no. I'm like, all right. And I love Christina Ricci too, but I'm still going to admit this is probably the creepiest I've ever seen her be. <laughs> She's <laughs> yeah. fantastic in it. I had uh, Yellow Jackets was in my top three of shows of all last year. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and I think I think season two did not dip at all. It's in it's already in serious contention of being in my top few for this year as well. Oh my goodness! Well, tell us about it. What did, what made it stand out for you? Well, they the the Lord of the Flies with a girls' soccer team is the easiest but laziest description <laughs> of this show because it's really not what it is. And that first episode grabs you by the throat, and you think you know what you're getting into. We're not even quite there yet at the end of season two of telling the story in two timelines, and we don't know for sure, like, there were people we met in season two that we weren't sure had even made it out of the original event Mm -hmm. 25 years ago. So I think the season two still had surprises and reveals an origin where that sophomore slump is usually... Uh, there's nothing new. They're retreading old ground. No, this, I think we're getting into new stuff. We got adult Lottie, we got adult van and uh, there was tons with Lottie to still do in both timelines. Um, Van, I think we're just tip of iceberg still in both timelines, but uh, Misty was a psychopath in season one and she's a psychopath in season two (laughs) as well. Um, With a little bit lighter side because she has a, partner slash sidekick um, with Elijah oh my God. With, with Elijah Best Wood. Character. Citizens Detectives. Uh, yeah, I, I, I will say uh, I don't... Uh, this show avoids a sophomore slump but it almost didn't because I will just state what my main problem with season two was and it was in the first half. It was keeping the adults separated. Yeah. Because that was one of the main things of what made the first season so great was that chemistry, that back and forth, that bouncing off of them. Because, like, for the first five or so episodes, the 1990s plot line where they're stuck out in the woods, that's far more compelling. But, like, there was still good stuff in the adult timeline. It's just, like, how long is it going to be until we get these characters back together because it's starting to feel like that's going to be a problem and thankfully around the time i was thinking okay they need to they need to get on top of this they get right on top of it yeah no i i still i i personally did really love this season in fact i think so far the best episode of the series has happened here and there's like a number of them i could pick out but i'm just easily going to go with the second episode edible complex by the way (laughs) props to the writers for making the first two episode titles of this season fucking puns yeah (laughs) i'm going to agree with rose and say that um i didn't love the season as much as the first one um the first couple episodes were okay but then the midsection i was like what the fuck this is just like, you know, am I sure I want to keep... I mean, I'm not going to let a show beat me, but I did question, like, you know, would I be watching this if I wasn't for review? But then they got, again, the last three, maybe, I guess, were really good. Although, I don't know if it was seven or eight. There was one episode there where I was like, did we miss an episode? Because there was a lot of stuff going on, and I was like, wait, where did that come from? And I guess maybe it was seven? 
I don't even remember anymore. But th- there was just something that came out of the blue, and I'm like, wait, wait, what? Why are they even doing this? I don't even know. Yeah, for me, there was a lot of wait, what this season, and a lot of pacing problems in particular. I mean, I was stunned to find out that someone stated outright that like the entirety of what happened last season was took place in the span of a week in terms of the the present timeline and i was like oh you gotta be shitting me are you serious this is just a couple days later (laughs) i'm sorry what okay that's the first i'm hearing of this maybe i misunderstood but yeah i could have sworn misty said something to natalie about well like when she went to the cult compound or was taken to the cult compound but oh my friend's been missing for a week or something like that and i was like wait what yeah because like we do open up on like a flash forward this season of like what of what's waiting for lottie when they get rescued and i thought okay that's and and that that was a strong opening uh what i will say is like as far as the stuff focus back on the flashbacks it i will admit it's the far more compelling stuff this season especially because of my personal modern queer icon jasmine savoy brown as the teenage version of thaisa turner adult version by the amazing tawny cypress who because we get more and more uh deep diving into like this other side of her this fugue state that she goes into and i will also admit slight problems because they don't quite go much harder into which is something i expect season which is something i expect season three will do whenever the writer strike ends because they were literally starting to write season three, and then the next day, oh yeah, writer strike. They they touched so lightly on the like dark Taisa split personality thing she's got going on that after a while, I began to wonder. I was like, was this really necessary to have? I mean, we've already got one vaguely supernatural girl in Lottie. I don't, I don't know. They they have they keep teasing whether or not like Thais's mm-hmm. thing is supernatural or just you know good old-fashioned mental illness and but, i'm like well we already kind of got this yeah but i will say the chemistry between ty and van uh, oh that's great van yeah van, in both timelines van teenage wise being played by liv hewson mm-hmm. they are wonderful mm-hmm. and lauren ambrose in the present who is a lesbian running a northeastern video rental shop with rainbow flags all over. How does she keep up the rent on that place? She doesn't. Um, you she know. doesn't. They they tip their hand to that. She's not hipster. <laughs> oh my god! Well, she... other tie. I kind of yes. Yeah, season two, the present timeline hasn't. Not much time has passed, but. I think other tie is currently dormant because its purpose was to get the women back in this in the same general place. Yeah. Um, and we've still got that we don't know about the wilderness. Is that's still what I love about this show? Is or isn't it? Is it Lottie? Is it the the herd mentality of the '96 timeline that because of the isolation and the starvation, you have group psychosis going on? Was there something really else there? Did they bring it back? You know, the wilderness, the, the wilderness has chosen. 
And I think other Tai was trying to pull the group back together. And now in season two, when the group's a bit back together, it's got what it's wanted for now. And see, yeah. that's one of the things I'm worried about is I enjoy that mystery of, okay, is it supernatural or is it, yeah, just mass, uh, like hysteria and all these things. And it's, I'm worried that like with so many other kind of similar situations in the past in fiction, the more we learn about it, the the more they explain, the less interesting it's going to be. We'll have to wait and see. All Lottie's really confirmed is she doesn't know what's real. Yeah, I, I almost don't want to know. I kind of yeah. hope they never fully give an answer. What I will say is I do love... Ha- by, by the way, also uh, Shauna, both Mel- Melanie Linsky and especially Sophie Nel- uh, Niels are incredible here. Especially Sophie when, yeah, she's, when it's like, yeah, she's going to have to give birth out here. And I am really fearful for that baby's chances for a number of reasons. Yeah. yeah. But... <laughs> Even more hilariously is like, okay, I thought Jeff was a complete fucking tool throughout season one. Let's cue to season two where he's one of my favorite characters now. Jeff is a and goober. It, and it, okay, it started, <laughs> yeah, I will admit, I will admit, it started with the book club line reading in the season finale last, <laughs> last season. Was it me? But when this season started, there were like a hell of a lot more characters in the wilderness. I was like, wait, I didn't remember seeing any of these, like the freshman girls, or I'll call them the freshman girls. I guess they were like the the second tier part of the team. I was like, wait, there's like four Let's just people call them the that didn't, they didn't even focus on them <laughs> the first season, so I didn't even know they existed. So they suddenly... didn't focus on them, but they were around. But like, because there's did... one girl I don't remember her name. She keeps hearing the dripping. She's like the one that leads the charge of like the word of Lottie, or we should do this. Like she's kind of the rumor yeah. mill. Misty's over eavesdropped on her a couple of times where it's she's like, well, this. You know, others are in doubt. She'll lay a certain track of it's this. And I don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't um, remember anybody's then, name except for the main character. Mari, I think. That might be it. Yeah. And then there was uh, well, no, she was, oh, like, she was in last season. Yeah. She's the constantly she's just, sarcastic. She's the sarcastic. She's got bitch more on lines. She just had more lines and more to do this season. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I was yeah, just I was, surprised. I was like, what? Yeah, I was gonna say, a lot more reliable than Laura Lee was. Oh, I like Laura Lee. Misty did her dirty. <laughs> well, Missy did everybody do it. I was about to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I well, like Missy. Yeah. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, Missy's one of my favorites. Yeah, no, she absolutely is. And what I do, and I do want to note two things. One, I absolutely love seeing Nicole Maines have a big role to play uh, on the recurring side this season. She was wonderful, especially with how awesome she was holding her own against uh, Juliette Lewis who continues being phenomenal this season and also wow the needle drops on this season got even harder oh yeah I have that note good good, great soundtrack yeah because there are several uses I could point out Uh, the use of vampire from Smashing Pumpkins uh, 
when they finally use zombie by the cranberries. Yeah, uh, someone clearly watched the Batman or is just that big a Nirvana fan because another excellent use of something in the way. I like how they had different people record the theme. That they would yeah, do an outro. I... Yeah, that Alanis yeah, Morissette one was really great. Oh yeah, and I didn't know, and I didn't even notice that because that was part of a hallucination uh, scene with teenage Lottie. But the moment I recognized it, like when I went back and watched it, I was like, "Oh shit!" And this, and uh, the promotion for the season even gave us a pretty bitchin' cover of "Just a Girl" by Florence and the Machine. Yeah, they, they're knocking it out of the park with the needle drops this season. I thought some of them were perhaps just a touch on the nose, but that may have been the point, so can't complain. Yeah, although <laughs> I kind of lost it when Jeff, after having aggressive kind of hate sex with Shauna, was banging out to Papa Roach. Oh my god, I laughed <laughs> so <laughs> hard. That- what a... He is such a dork. Oh, my God. But he's awesome. He's never completely grown out of the dude bro who was, you know, King Jock in high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows this guy. But at his root, he's standing by Shauna all the way. He knows all the dirt. Yeah. And still willing. Even last episode, he's going to fall on the sword. Mm -hmm. And that gets, like, intercepted. I mean... I mean, him and Randy, who is only slightly dumber. Like, Randy now is, <laughs> oh, no, like, the come most... on. Randy's he is way dumber. a lot dumber. He has oh, two yeah. brain no, no. cells. I, no, 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 no. Ra- Ra- Randy's much fucking dumber, but I will say he is the emphasis of a ride or die. Randy has season. two brain cells, and they are both competing for third place. <laughs> <laughs> Although... He's somehow not the worst character because that mantle gets taken up by Kevin's new partner. Oh my god! Oh yes, yeah, that, that guy. I got tired of that storyline. Yeah. Oh yeah. That I will say that was the weak point. That 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 was that was another bit of a problem. It's like I like okay, more involvement of Callie. Okay, cool. This fucking douchebag. <laughs> well, it was to keep that thread alive of. Shauna's affair gone awry and it kept tugging because he kept sensing there was more there was more Kevin wanted to have you know some believability in them but this the mustachio guy was like no no I think he's tucked away now I think he's dealt with I hope so I hope yeah. they were like and we're done with that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah we, we, we don't need you anymore please <laughs> I mean for me away. the big looming thing is still Travis of season one we don't know what really happened. You know, Lottie has a story, but she's an unreliable narrator, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make complete sense of his death. And the, no, the, the last message of tell Nat she was right. We don't know what that – she didn't know what that meant either. Um, they think she – she thinks she does. If we brought it back with us, but no one's sure of that. So I think that's still hanging out there. Uh, everything else I think is woven expertly in this tapestry. Even the minor players, Mustachio Cop and Dumb Shit Randy <laughs> have their place. Um, I do like when our, I, with our different levels are smart. Like they figure out the condom in the, in the bathroom thing was a oh ridiculous God. scenario. 
because Randy is fucking ridiculous. Don't you dare um, think about me. And, and that loyal of a husband. That loyal of friend to Jeff, yeah, that he'll that he'll fake something to give a cover story to cover something else to cover something else, uh, and it unravels because he's a dipshit. I will say I did love how this season uh, did a slow burn on answering on answering some questions like who the antler queen is won't say here, mm-hmm. and like how they even recontextualized the clues they already gave you to show you not this is what this is what it really is. I think they do that expertly well. I and yeah, we had some tailies this season. That <laughs> th- this narrowly avoids being lost because I still feel like like there's some actual thought put out into this. Like yes, we still don't like we, there are still some lingering questions to be answered. But I actually feel like there's some more effort and advanced planning put into this whereas lost just yeah, what the fuck happened with that? We haven't talked about Coach Ben. Oh, oh yeah, I was gonna, I, I was gonna, great say, I was gonna performance of this yeah. season, and now he's there's a weird turn uh-huh. that we think he's taken, and where that's gonna go into the next season. Um, because there's still Javi's friend is unknown for sure of who that is or what that is, because he makes Javi makes one reference. My friend told me not to come back, and we don't know what that means. Yeah, Steve, uh, Steven Kruger is Coach Ben. Like, I liked his stuff a lot because we get because we see him hallucinating about it's sort of if he didn't go on the trip. Basically, this fantasy yeah. Jacob's Ladder flash forward. Yeah, it's a yeah, it's a bit of a mix of like, oh, what if I hadn't gone on the trip and stayed with my secret boyfriend? And it's like, oh, was this the actual events leading up to it? Because they do, because like reality does start to bleed in to his fantasies, and his fantasy basically kicks him out. Like, yeah, you, you can't stay here anymore. How much of a loser do you have to be for your own fantasies to reject you? Right? <laughs> he's come on, he's starving. Oh, to yeah, death. he is. Because that's that's generally why he hasn't partaken, and he's starving to death. Yeah, yeah. I mean. I, I mean, I would ask, like, hey, yeah, how pathetic must I be to get kicked out by my own imaginary partner? But then I remember, <laughs> that's my therapist's job to handle. Well, that. yeah, it's so your your I, brain I don't have to. made a little space so you wouldn't break. But at some point, it's like, okay, you you got to be done with this. Mm-hmm. You have to step out of this to fucking possibly survive. I am yeah. definitely excited to see what they do with Coach Ben next season because, who boy, where do you go from there? Like, no spoilers, but where do you go from there? Yeah, I will say, the uh, the absolute ending, last shot of this season, definitely has me excited about what's possibly to come and what's going to happen next. Yeah, they've they've definitely... Left you wanting more, but again, as as a veteran of Lost, I just, I fear that they are throwing too much, ooh, what does this mean, ooh, what is this, out there, without any real immediate plan to answer it. Now, I know that they've said they, they want at least five seasons out of this show, and they've made, like, tentative plans for that. I'm not sure if this is a five-season show or not, but more power to you. Just temper it out guys don't don't go hog with like the mystery box stuff because it never ends well 
All right. Well, with that, should we move into final thoughts? Sure. All right. Jordan, why do you start? Uh, yeah, I I fell in love with the show right away. I think it, it's definitely right. Like the way you described it, Rose, was like Lord of Flies Lost, which is more of a... Instead with girls and with more of a 90s grunge soundtrack, which say no more. And yeah, this show has a perfect soundtrack this season. Uh, again, I, I my only uh, big problems were we kept the adults apart far longer than we really should have. And uh, detec- and detective uh, rape face. I'm sorry, I'm saying it like it is. Yep. Like, like, like I will. Like I just like I like when I was watching, I instinctively covered my drink when he was on screen. I don't know what that says about me. But... <laughs> I mean, uh, the, the styling they had on him didn't help at all. They they had him no, dressed I... and and groomed like uh, nobody is walking around these days. Right. It's a total porn look. Yeah. Mustache. Exactly. But uh amazing performances all over again. Just uh the the core characters, both the adults and the uh teenagers. But I, again I have to give special shout out to Jasmine Savoy Brown, who I think just came out as a dark horse this season. She was incredible. As was Christina Ricci and Juliet Lewis. I do hope this does not become a loss because so far it's it it is avoiding that it is like turning around from where it could go uh so i'm going to give it nine out of ten uh steel magnolia monologues as a baby shower present (laughs) what the fuck misty seriously i mean it's misty it's like a bath (laughs) all right so james all right, I I was really excited for season two. Like at South by Southwest, they had an interactive um, Yellow Jackets oh, yeah. Um, thing. Yeah, where you got in, it was like this huge. Um, it was inside of like a warehouse place, and but they had like the girls' cabin. They had a section where you could go um, and try meat. You know, it's like, do I want to try some of this meat? I don't know. And they had, like, Misty's um, uh, binder, like she has in the wilderness, of all of the, um, I don't know, there's, like, flowers, but there's also, um, like, not recipes. I don't know. It was full of all, whatever that binder is that she has in the in the wilderness. So you could look through that. So, and we got a little friendship bracelet that said yellow jackets, and I got a beanie that said yellow jackets. I mean, it was really cool. So I was, like, super hyped. And then, like I said uh, in the review, I was like, oh, this is, I don't know, I don't love it. But then it won me over in the end. So I want to give a shout out to um, Sophie Thatcher as young Natalie, because I think she's great. She's my favorite. Like in high school, I was kind of, I mean, I wasn't like that. But I mean, I didn't, wasn't like hanging on the corner drinking you know, behind the gas and sip or whatever. But I mean, I was just like out there and I listened to my own thing and I didn't care what anybody said, whatever. So I, I really like her. And so um, I'm looking forward to more of her stuff. Um, and so I'm just gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna give my number here. I'm gonna give this, and it's a weird thing, but I'm gonna give it eight 
out of 10, putting the sick in forensics. <laughs> what <Nice>. a nerd. <laughs> oh yes, well, God. you know. All right, Neil. <laughs> <sighs> I'm excited for season two. Season two paid off. Uh, I'm going to steal this from a, tw- a tweet. I didn't come up with this, but they're like, the only supernatural part of the show is how young Nat still is blonde in the wilderness months into this. She's not completely blonde, but she's still got a lot of blonde. Her grunts are growing in. Yeah. I thought that was that was funny. Um, hey, 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 Neil. It's Maybelline. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, but all the performances were amazing. Um, I liked all the threads. The adults pulled apart, put back together again with new pieces to the puzzle that we got introduced in season two. You think you know where this show's going, and the show subverts that every single time brilliantly 10 out of 10 fbi houseboats <laughs> um yeah i i didn't hate this season but i didn't love it either um but you know any tv show having an absolutely stellar first season and kind of stumbling on the second one that's nothing new for tv i, I don't think the show is like gone downhill or anything like that and you know next season we'll see what happens and we'll see what it's like um i'm I'm definitely gonna come back for more i just thought that this one was a, a little bit messy a lot of the time but uh, overall i would give it six and a half out of ten purple clad cult members is someone gonna say it it's not purple it's heliotrope <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, that was much more of a lavender. I have a whole chart here to show you about color theory. Oh, the cult leader that said it was heliotrope. I'm going to stick with their uh, <laughs> oh, ratings. She would know. Uh, 